0: Knoxville Tower, Runway 23 left at Alpha 8, taxi via Alpha Taxiway. No delay, wind 2004, Runway 23 left at Alpha 8, clear for takeoff, traffic three mile final. Read back, correct, tower for taxi, have a good flight.
1: Welcome to From the Runway Up. I'm Becky. And I'm Caitlin. And we work in the Public Relations Department at McGee Tyson Airport in Knoxville, Tennessee. We understand that going behind the scenes in an airport these days isn't as easy as it used to be. So that's where this podcast comes in. Each episode will give you a behind-the-scenes look of current events at our airport and in the aviation industry as a whole. So fasten your safety belts and join us on this aviation adventure. Welcome to this episode of From the Runway Up. We have a very special guest with us today who's going to be talking about what the airlines are doing to help passengers prepare for a trip, what you need to consider, what thoughts and questions you might want to consider before purchasing a ticket or once you have it when you're coming to the terminal. And they're going to talk about what they're doing on board to keep everyone safe. You know, our previous episode, you heard from
2: travelers that have actually flown through the airport recently. And so today we're going to talk with an airline representative who tells you all that goes into making sure that those aircraft are safe for all the travelers.
1: And she's been on our podcast before. Some of you, if you're a listener that comes back every time, you're going to recognize her voice. So, Caitlin, can you introduce who she is? Yes. So today we get to talk with Hillary Gray. She is the managing director of corporate
2: communications for Allegiant Air. And as Becky, as you mentioned, we've had her on our podcast before. But what I'm really excited that we get to talk to her today is Allegiant actually. Tied Delta for the top 10 North American airlines for COVID 19 traveler safety measures. So I'm really excited to hear what Allegiant is actually doing for their aircraft because whatever they're doing, they're number one. So I can't wait to hear what Hillary has to say. So, Hillary, thank you for joining us remotely today on our podcast. Can you start just by introducing yourself and your role with Allegiant Air?
0: Sure, you bet. I'm Hillary Gray, and I'm the Managing Director of Corporate Communications at Allegiant, coming to you live from Las Vegas, where we're headquartered. My primary responsibility areas are media relations and community affairs, strategic communications. My team is part of the airline's emergency team, so we're wearing that hat a lot. And we also manage charitable relationships and giving for the airline.
1: How do you sleep? I mean, that is so much.
0: (laughs) It's funny. I saw a colleague that worked for another airline quoted saying, I haven't put my phone down in five years. That's kind of how I feel. I bet.
1: (laughs) Well, today you're here to talk to us about what's going on with Allegiant, primarily concerned with the COVID-19 pandemic and all the things that you all are doing to protect passengers and your employees and the people who are on board your aircraft. But to begin with. Can you briefly talk with us about what it's like to be at Allegiant since March of this year, since the pandemic started?
0: Yeah, it's hard to describe. And, you know, we know the whole country is going through their version of like what has changed because of the pandemic. But in the air travel industry, it's been just nothing short of catastrophic, unfortunately. The beginning of this year, Allegiant was really in a great position. We had just made the largest route expansion announcement in the company's history. We were adding a couple new bases. Everything was growth. And then it all sort of that door slammed in March. So, you know, really what you have is the roller coaster of outbreaks and people understandably not traveling communities locking down and whatnot. So uh, what you saw in April was virtually nobody flying. We had a slow climb back. The good news for Allegiant is that we are a leisure carrier. And um, we do think even down the road that leisure travel is going to be back well before business travel or international. So that's helpful. We've instituted a whole host of new procedures that I know we're going to talk about. So it's been a lot of work to make sure that we can meet our number one objective And that's to make sure that our crews, our employees, and our customers are safe and their travel is seamless if and when they decide to travel. So, um, you know, early in the summer, we were seeing some travel coming back. There's a lot of pent up demand to get out because people have been home and want to take vacations and see relatives. But, you know, one of the trends that we've seen lately is people looking for sort of safer places to go where it's not quite as crowded. So those wide open spaces, visiting national parks, things like that. So from that perspective, you know, Knoxville has actually persisted and showed some strength for us, which is great. We've got a great station crew there. I want to give a shout out to our team. And, you know, we always keep in mind that airline and transportation workers, were an essential service. And so even though we have the same kinds of fears and concerns among our people just about their families and everything going on with the pandemic, they have been super stalwart in their commitment to take care of our customers. And that's huge.
1: Well, it has been huge. And, and Allegiant, we've seen it on our end here at TYS also, as you mentioned, continuing to slowly grow and build back their passenger levels. And it's interesting that you point out that leisure travel is oftentimes that focus. That's what's coming back. Businesses are still choosing to do things like what we're recording on today Zoom and other software systems. Do you think that's a trend that will continue for a long haul? You had mentioned that you think leisure will come back, but what are you all looking at strategically?
0: Um, Yeah. And, uh, you know, Allegiant is different from a lot of other airlines that, you know, people may be more familiar with just because of their size. But when you look at some of the big carriers, you know, the big four, they're really seeing the bulk of their income coming from business travel. You know, business traveler on somebody else's dime can buy the more expensive seats. You know, Allegiant has always built around affordable leisure travel, and that's going to continue. And so, even if you think about companies that are now in economic crisis, people that have lost their jobs or have seen their income take a cut, you know, we think that being leisure travel, um, meeting that need while still being affordable, is going to give us a good niche and put us in the strongest position to come back when demand returns. But it's terrible to think about, you know, so many restrictions on international travel. And we think that if and when, um, you know, the virus trends change, that people are gonna stay closer to home too for their travel generally. And businesses now have gotten used to doing everything by Zoom or Teams or, you know, Google Meets or whatever their, you know, remote conferencing of choice is. So, you know, we do see that as a long-term trend. And because of our network, all our nonstop flights and the way that we're built, if we can hold all that together through the arc of the pandemic, we think we'll be in pretty good shape. Just have to mention to you that we're very humbled and happy to be the ULCC and that leisure airline of choice at TY.
2: Well, yeah, we hope all of those same things. So I think it's really interesting, Hillary, that you mentioned that some of your destinations that do have outdoor areas, kind of like we do with the Great Smoky Mountains, you know, they're doing a little bit better than others. Do you know specifically how your numbers are looking here at McGee-Tyson Airport?
0: Yeah, I can't speak really specifically on the numbers, but I can tell you generally where we're seeing um, the trending up. And some consistently like decent load, nowhere near where we were, where everything was pretty full last year at this time, but definitely trending upward, are places like uh, Knoxville where we do see different kinds of destinations. Fewer people that want to go to a big city or a theme park and more people that are trying to get to Yellowstone, Great Smoky Mountains, places like that where they can spread out a little bit. Um, Another good sign, I think, for Allegiant and for leisure travel when you look at the trending over the summer as it's gone Typically, because Allegiant is a small carrier in the scheme of the whole airline space, our traffic makes up about 2% nationally of the traffic throughput through TSA. In June, we got to points where we were 6 or 7% of the total TSA traffic on any given day or week, which is kind of incredible. And I think that shows the strength and leisure that we're going to see going forward.
1: That really is amazing. That is a huge shift in in passenger numbers. So speaking of the passenger, if someone is going to fly out today, let's just say they're going on a flight from McGee-Tyson or anywhere on Allegiant, what do you suggest they do to prepare for that flight before they even get to the airport.
0: Um, sure. That's a great question because we know that there are a lot of people that just haven't traveled in a while. I will say I'm an airline person, myself included. I haven't traveled since March, which is crazy to think about. As folks think about getting out, just be prepared for a lot of new procedures and changes and pack some patients. The critical thing is if you're not feeling well, showing any kinds of symptoms, coughing, whatever, even if it's just a cold or allergies, err on the side of not traveling because Allegiant, along with the other are going to be super careful in making sure that no risks are assumed. One of the things that we do now that's different, that we've been doing since early in the spring, is you're going to get a health acknowledgement questionnaire at check-in that asks you, have you been around anybody with COVID-19? Are you feeling symptoms? And most importantly, will you agree to wear a face mask throughout your travel experience? Allegiant was actually the first airline to require face masks throughout travel. So since we instituted that requirement, that's included at the ticket counter, at the gate, as well as on the aircraft and throughout travel just to take off if you need to eat or drink really quickly, but put it right back on. And we take that very seriously. So if you are not prepared to do any of those things, you're not going to fly with us. So expect that, expect some different boarding procedures. We've started boarding back to front with some social distancing there. And then, uh, you know, everybody is a partner in keeping these flights as safe and smooth as they can be. So we do ask our customers to exercise good judgment too. You'll ask, the craziest part is always the end of the flight where there's a scrum for people that just pop out of their seats and want to grab their bag and sort of are on top of each other in the aisle trying to get out of the plane. We do make make announcements and ask people to please give each other some distance. So we would love people to start thinking about that even before they fly. For us, too, if you don't come with a mask or even if you do, we offer every customer a health and safety kit that includes a disposable mask and wipes even if you're wearing one we encourage you to take one because you can't have enough of those if something happens and a strap breaks or whatever we have extras on the aircraft all of those kinds of things are now part of the travel experience it's really a little different and I didn't even mention all the things that you all are doing at airports
2: well in those health and safety kits Hillary did you say that you give those out complimentary to passengers whenever they check in
0: We do. And we have for quite some time, you know, thinking that's really important, regardless of whether somebody, even before masks were required in most airports, that's something that we were doing um, as a courtesy um, and to help folks have that extra layer of safety as they travel.
2: And I really like that you all, I think the boarding back to front is helpful. I wonder if people actually, you know, it's such a habit when you travel to once you land, once you park at your gate, the pilot says you can take off your seatbelt. Everyone just automatically pops up. I wonder if people are actually abiding by that and giving people space just because it's such habit, you know?
0: Right. And, uh, you know, we find that most people are very attentive and cooperative when it comes to all of these things, because, you know, we're all in it together and getting off that plane two minutes earlier because you have maneuvered yourself in the aisle and, you know, potentially making everybody else really upset or extra nervous is just not worthwhile. Um, We get a lot of compliments into our customer care and through social media for our crews for being really thorough and making those announcements, making sure that people know that uh, we take that mask requirement incredibly seriously. And if people aren't complying, that they could risk their ability to fly on Allegiant in the future. So for the most part, you know, people, are taking that very seriously and we appreciate that.
2: I think that's great and so you talked a little bit about the passenger experience and how that looks different from pre-pandemic but can you talk a little bit about one of the questions that we've gotten is about food service and people are very concerned about if they need to bring snacks with them are you all doing food service food and beverage on your flights or no?
0: Um, We are, and we've changed our service just a little bit. So we used to do um, two pass-throughs the cabin, uh, and now we do one um, food and beverage service. And, of course, you can ring your flight attendant if you need anything additional during the flight. But another kind of good thing that was built into our business from the beginning, so we didn't really have to alter this, is everything that we have in food and beverage service at Allegiant is factory-sealed and prepackaged. So we've never had prepared meals or heated coffee coffee or anything like that on our flight. So we think that minimalist approach, it helps us be very low touch. Our flight crews wear gloves during that service too, makes everything as touchless as it can be. And so that's really important. But we do offer the snack service on board our aircraft still.
1: Well, and I get a lot of questions about the air filtration system, because that's just technology that sometimes I don't have a hard time even understanding how that whole thing works. What is it about the filtration systems on an airplane that's different than maybe what you would think an air conditioner is like?
0: Huh. Uh, well, it's so funny that you ask this. Um, it, you know, it makes you laugh what things you pick up in your job to speak about like at much later down the road in cocktail parties. But I feel like I've picked up a lot of knowledge of air filtration systems aboard aircraft and how airflow works. What's really great is it's pretty industry standard on aircraft to have at least an industrial HEPA filter, which is similar to what you see in hospitals and operating rooms. For Allegiant, we actually have a step further upgraded from just HEPA. We have what's called VOC filters, VOC, that filter out additional volatile organic compounds from the air, which sounds technical, but it's really cool when you see it in action. But think about this. There's an old Cliche that uh, aboard aircraft is just, oh, it's just recycled air, but truly it's a mix of fresh air and filtered air. And uh, looking at the engineering of how the filtration systems work. The entire cabin air is changed out every three minutes. So that's pretty extraordinary, keeps the air very fresh. And the airflow um, is interesting to see, too. You might think, oh, my gosh, the people that are up front that are coughing, their germs are coming back to me. But truly on an aircraft, the airflow is not front and back through the cabin. The The filtered air comes in from the top and leaves through the floorboards in that area. So it's very unusual. We actually have a whole page about this going the distance for health and safety that describes all our cleaning programs and things where we have some video animation of the airflow. But uh, I'm always fascinated. We've seen a lot of experts and studies that have actually said the air on an aircraft because of the filtration and the way it moves, the fact that everyone is facing the same direction and you have a seat back in front of you, that, that the air is probably cleaner and safer than in your average apartment building or office For sure. And as clean as you have in hospitals and places that infection control is very serious. So the airflow on top of everything else that I'm sure you're going to want me to talk about on cleaning makes it a really a really safe place.
1: Well, and you mentioned that on your website, you have a webpage devoted to all this information. And so uh, for our listeners, if they want to, we're going to link off to your webpage at, uh, from our website, which is from the fromtherunwayup.com, and you'll be able to find all that. Or you can just go on to allegiantair.com and make sure that you can find that information prior to your flight.
0: Yep, that page. um, And we want to make that information as accessible as possible. Whenever you go to Allegiant.com, you'll see Going the Distance for Health and Safety right there linked on the front page. You'll see a link in your itinerary, in the reminder emails that we show you. So if you have any questions, hopefully that will give you some answers and make sure that you feel confident when you fly with us.
2: Another thing that I think is really interesting and another video I watched on your website is about the antimicrobial protectant. So can you talk? a little bit about that too.
0: Sure, you bet. And this is another great success story for us too, just with our teams kind of stepping up and looking at what was going to be most effective as we looked at kind of stepping up some of the cleaning and sanitization and making sure that we were really protected in every way possible. Way back in April, we were one of the first to find a product that is an antimicrobial that doesn't just kill germs and viruses on surfaces when we spray it. And if you've seen that video, we spray our aircraft with an electrostatic sprayer so it adheres really well but it is a protectant and so this product is certified to protect surfaces and continue to kill any viruses and germs that it comes into contact with for up to 14 days and we actually treat the aircraft more often than the manufacturer recommends just to make sure that all of those properties are as strong as possible and that's in addition to the regular deep cleanings that we do every night at the end of the flying day wipe down surface treatments that we do throughout the day of flying you know there's a lot of cleaning that you will see and there's a lot of cleaning that you don't see that goes on behind the scenes, but the antimicrobial is really strong, really effective. We use a version of the product on office surfaces too. So if you think about all the behind the scenes people at the airport in our maintenance areas, in the behind the scenes areas of the ticket counters, et cetera, you know, we're using those kinds of surface treatments and things to protect our employees and to make sure that they are as safe as possible when they're interacting with our customers too.
1: Well, I think that it's amazing how much is being done to provide a certain level of confidence for passengers to be able to get on board an aircraft and to take a trip. And so if you could say anything to people who are listening that are considering a trip this fall by air, what would it be?
0: Well, you know, first that we know everybody's comfort level is going to be different and that the decision to travel is very personal and we respect that. And we want our customers or people that are thinking about traveling to know that we're doing everything we can to make sure that the environment is as safe and secure and healthy as possible even when you do decide to travel. So we're ready. We're fulfilling that promise. And for people that wonder about those things too, you know, think about our crews. You know, we want to make sure that our crews that are out there every day, you know, flying, not just on their three or four hour nonstop trip, like you would as a consumer, but they're, they have, you know, 12, 14 hour days sometimes where they're interacting with customers all day. So if we did anything less, then the maximum possible, you know, we wouldn't be doing a service to our team either. So to protect our team members, our customers, everybody that's going to interact with us, all of these things that we've described from the cleaning to the health and safety kits to the differences in procedures are designed with ultimate health and safety in mind.
2: And even just having this discussion with you makes me feel so much safer, even thinking about flying. I flew actually in May, but... I think it's great that not only are you all cleaning, but you're like you said, you know, that protectant you can clean and it stays safe for 14 days, but you are doing it a lot more frequently. And so I think it really just shows how much the airlines care about their consumers, just how above and beyond you all are going just to ensure their safety. So it makes me feel very good to get back and hopefully fly again soon.
0: Yeah, that's good to hear. And we want people to fly with confidence and know that all of these things are in place to make sure that everyone is as healthy as possible. But the big thing, too, is for people to take their personal responsibility seriously as well and really don't risk traveling if you have any symptoms at all. If you're immune compromised, you know, don't take those chances with yourself or others.
2: Yeah, that's good to remember, too. So Mm -hmm. lastly, where do you see Allegiant Air in the next few months or years? So where do you see them or where do you hope to see them
0: in the future? Oh, wow. Um, And that's the million dollar question, isn't it? That, you know, our executives get asked by analysts and, you know, the media always wants to know what our projections are. And it's so hard to say the problem, you know, just like for airports and communities generally, is the unknown arc of the virus. Where are communities going to have flare ups? Are we going to have enough testing that we're going to be able to to deal with just the knowledge of asymptomatic people, this and that and the other thing? So those are the unknowns. Um, So we have sort of come to expect a, a continued roller coaster where we'll see some confidence return and then something could happen that turns that around a little bit. So at Allegiant, what we're doing is just trying to prepare for any scenario, looking at the strength of our network, trying to keep as much of it in place as possible so that we're ready when demand does return. We're doing things like, you know, we're starting service right from your airport to Boston coming up. That's starting up. So we are, um, you know, continuing to look strategically at routes that we think are going to do well that when people want to travel, that they'll be really excited about, even if it's for the winter or next year. So we're doing all of that kind of stuff behind the scenes to make sure that we're prepared for any scenario. But the good news for Allegiant is we are 100 percent focused on the leisure traveler. So our hope and our belief is that at the end of all this, on the other side, we will be very well positioned to kind of lead the resurgence of the industry when that's ready to happen. So we're just watching all those factors.
1: It's amazing all that you all are doing and having to do those things without a clear projection sometimes of how this might end. You know, we are all looking into our crystal ball trying to determine that. And it's amazing that you all continue to do such good work. And we thank you, Hillary, for being on here with us today and for helping to educate the listeners of our podcast about what All Allegiant's doing to prepare their aircraft, to work with their employees, to prepare the passenger experience when they get to and from the facility, as well as onboard the aircraft. So just thank you so much for
0: joining us. You're welcome. It is my pleasure. And thank you for keeping your customers and your community informed. It's a great thing. You know, I am at the airport
1: all the time and I have been talking to airlines throughout this whole pandemic. And I know that I learned a lot from Hillary today that I didn't even know.
2: I loved when she would geek out and tell us all about the HIPAA air filters and and all that stuff. It's so interesting to know what all goes into even thinking about how to make their travelers safe before they even do it. It was so interesting.
1: Well, and we are going to add a lot of that content to our website from therunwayup.com and you can look there. We'll even link off to the Travel Pulse article that names them in a tie with Delta for the airline that's handling the safety processes, the best around the country. We'll link to that for sure. And now
2: after hearing Hillary talk, I definitely know why they tied Delta for number
1: one safety. They are doing so much going above and beyond to make sure that their travelers are safe. And that just really means a lot. Well, and we're trying to use this podcast to help educate the flying public, especially in East Tennessee about what the airport is doing, what airlines are doing, what we're doing to keep you safe while you're traveling through our airport. And so if you have anything that you want to know or questions you might want to ask, and maybe something that a topic you want us to tackle on a future podcast, please reach out to us through our social media channels or through our website. We are looking for feedback and we would love to tackle those topics for you. So thank you so much for
2: listening with us today and we hope that you'll tune in again next time.